Hi guys, welcome to episode 30 of the Unbelievable Streams podcast. Now, this is a first because Mulch isn't here. Hooray! We can all have a party. Get in. I mean, that's terrible news. Um, we gave Mulch the week off because he is taking part in the FM Super League. Now, this means I am joined by someone who you will have seen before. Uh, normally when this guy is on the podcast, it all goes to pot. There's technical issues, there's audio issues, there's just uh, ridiculous opinions being thrown about. And him and Mulch normally end up fighting, so I thought, what? A, we can't find anybody better to uh, replace him <laughs> than Bragster. Thank you very much for joining me this week. I'm not on my own. I'm glad. Thank you, thank you for having me on. I love it. So this is your chance now to... Take Mulch's job. Replace Mulch. Yeah. Permanently. I mean, you have yeah. replaced him anyway, but, you know, <laughs> replace him permanently. He's 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 gone all Billy big time. He's gone to the FM Super League. Has he, um, though? Well, <laughs> well, we'll get into that shortly, but um, we, we, gave, we gave Mulch the week off because I thought, look, you need to practice because his, his draft record is shambolic. I'm not going to lie. Um, I, I've beaten him in, in 100% of all drafts that I've played against him using the 4231 Press, which we all know Mulch is Mulch's kryptonite. Um, so if any of you are listening that are playing in the FM Super League on uh, Thursday and Sunday, well, Sunday, I mean, is he going to get to Sunday? Probably not. So um, if you're playing Mulch on Thursday, this, com- this comes out at 4 o'clock on Thursday. So Mulch's kryptonite, Four two three one gig and press, but mulch exposed. So yeah, thank you for joining me, Bragster. You you were the first person that came to mind. Um, I thought we've we lost him. Is he? <laughs> is he here? Oh, can you hear? Me? I'm, I'm <laughs> oh, here. It's already started. Yeah, I'm here. You, you, oh. Yeah, you you crackled for a bit, and oh. I just. You crackled a bit, I and thought... I was just in my own. I was like, if I act engaged, <laughs> I thought you'd gone because you your webcam went a bit funny. So for all uh, all audio listeners, apologies. Um, but yeah, you, you're still there. I just didn't know if you could hear me or not. <laughs> Brilliant. I mean, what a joke! I, I could barely hear you. This podcast every it, time it's saying it's bad connection, but we, we we're gonna be fine. We're gonna be. We move. Fine. We move. Just carry on. Um, you know, I mean, like, like I just said, every time he turns up, this podcast goes to shit. Honestly, the, the people I have to work with every time. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> anyway, you yeah, chose me this time. I, I, we did choose you. <laughs> we'd, we'd always choose you. We wouldn't have it any other way, to be honest. Um, but yeah, thank you. Uh, for the support on last week's episode where we took the first look at the FM22 beta and what a game it is. We've had a bit more time to play the game. Um, Bragster, you've had some time to play. Yep. First initial thoughts. We'll, we'll get we'll go into it properly later, but first initial thoughts. I really like it. <laughs> I really like it yeah. this year. I, I don't know what it is about it. It just feels a little bit more special this year. I don't know why, but it mm. really does. It does. I agree. Um, we'll go into... We're going to talk about FM22. We're going to talk Mulch in the Super League. We're going to look at the Super League lineup as well because there's some absolute big names in there. I think Mulch is... Uh, his time is numbered. I mean, we should support him, really. 
he's t- we should support him. Should we? Yeah, we, we probably we, should actually. From a, from, <laughs> from a business point of view, we should. But it is quite funny. Um, so best of luck to Mulch. But we'll talk about the Super League later. We'll talk about our save updates, our beta save updates, and what we've got lying ahead for the future. Also, we will talk to Bragster about his YouTube because he's still going. He's still going with the YouTube. Oh, there. Somewhere you're not scared. I saw some of your your horror video. Your uh, what's it? Your horror games you were playing the other day. Unbelievable. Oh yeah, uh, that was shambolic. The fact that I managed to edit a video together is a blessing, really, because that was shambolic. <laughs> I made. I couldn't even make. I couldn't even make twenty minutes into the game. Deary me. I got to the. I got to the first jump scare. Wow, and then I had to, and then I had to leave. I couldn't do it. I mean, well, okay. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Um, we'll talk about YouTube. We'll talk about the football at the weekend. Nuno's been sacked. Shock. Um, and we'll, we will do Morris's match day because Mulch isn't here. Bugger him. It's now been rebranded. Morris's match day. We'll, we'll just predict next week's, uh, this week's games. Uh, with the assistance yeah. of Bragster, because I forgot that Mulch's match day was a thing, because Mulch wasn't here. But, I, but I've renamed. We could rename it like. No, in the prep, it is quite clearly that. Yeah, like we could rename it like Bragster's balls or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to think of some alliteration names. I mean, I mean, we'll, we'll come up with a fancier name. Yeah, Mulch, yeah. Mulch's we'll, match day is we'll overrated. We've got Morris's match day. That sounds better. Um, or Bragster's footballs, possibly. Anyway, <laughs> <That's just it. laughs> but anyway, we digress. Um, yeah, Mulch isn't here, so Mulch has gone off to play in the Super League, right? So the FM Super League yep. is is if your people aren't aware, is an elite draft competition for FM. I believe they're doing the draft on the FM twenty two, but the actual competition gameplay is fm21 um yeah. so there's plenty of some big names in here right so we'll read out all of the competitors so i think Braggs is looking at them as well so we've got rdf tactics obviously great tactician played really well in uh season five where me and mulch were on commentary duty uh, you got goofy again got to the semi-finals sai who was unlucky um with a few of the errors in the database uh, Pumpster, friend of the podcast, is uh, in there this time. I think he was in uh, season one. You got Limo, uh, you got Omega Luke, JDFM, and then Mulch. <laughs> oh. uh. <laughs> Tell you what, if he if he does stuff, if he like if it like bangs for him, I'm going to be really happy for him. But yeah, he, he he does deserve to get a win eventually. So Just... breaking news from there, I did speak to Mulch earlier, and I said, "Like, are you ready for the Super League?" Like, because not he's not really said anything about it. So I was like, oh, "Okay, maybe he's keeping his cards close to his chest." And he's like, "Do you want to know his quote? What he said?" Oh, please! Just gonna wing it. That's all he said. And I was like, "Wow, that is, yeah." I mean, looking at the, he, he's representing lineup, this podcast. I know he's just going to wing it, and I know that's what we do on this podcast. But come on, man, you're in the Super League. You're against all these great competitors who are pretty good draft players, you'd say. Yeah, and then you got Mulch. Unbelievable. Well, but bear in mind, there's an unlimited budget as well. 
Yeah, like, we've said this You before. have to plan because these big names are going to go fast. So, first pick, I reckon he's going to pick Patrick Bamford. Probably. You just, you just know he's going to pick someone from Leeds. Phillips. It'll Phillips, Phillips Bamford, Meslier, or however you pronounce it. Meslier. Yeah. Um, someone like... He'll go, he'll go for a Phillips because it'll be someone that other people will probably pick. Yeah. There's, like... not, there's not many... To be fair, is anyone going to pick any... No disrespect to Leeds, but is anyone with the, that unlimited, you know... Well, uh, that's actually a good point because there's so many midfielders. Is anyone going out going to go out their way and pick Kelvin Phillips? I don't think they are, apart from... Milton, Probably not. If you're going to go for any English midfielder, it'd be Rice. Exactly, yeah. You'd probably, you'd probably pick Rice. And people, obviously, you need... RDF is probably uh, the best example. He He's very methodical with his team selections and he picks yeah. some good defensive players. And I think one of the only players that would probably consider picking someone like Calvin Phillips is RDF anyway. Um, yeah. Based on previous, well, from what I've seen, but you know, who knows? Um, yeah. He's just going to pick the leads, the leads 11 or leads 18, isn't he? He'll probably have about 300 million left at the end. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm nervous for him. I feel like, yeah, he, he, he needs to he needs to get away from Leeds for one day. He needs to swallow his pride, yeah, and do it properly. I really hope he's he's not winging it. And I know, like I said, we do wing it on this podcast, and you know we've given the week off fairly late on in the day. But I thought, you know what? Yeah. Let's give him a good chance. Let's not overload. Let let him do his thing because he's big on the draft scene. He does like the draft scene, and well, we'll see. He's going up against the the seven other big names there. Yeah. Uh, notice how I said other big names, Mulch. Yeah, you can give me that ten pounds you owe me. Um, but no, it's going to be very interesting. So if you are interested in watching the action there, um, the draft is on. Well, it would have already happened, so ignore yeah. that. But from Thursday at eight pm is the uh, group stages. So tonight at eight pm. Yes, if you're listening on the day of release, yes. <laughs> Thursday, yeah, it's... Oh, hang on. <laughs> what date is it? Oh, yeah. November the 3rd. November the 3rd, 8pm, yeah. is the group stage. Um, oh, so... no, that, that's Wednesday. This goes out on Thursday. Oh, God, it's changed. That would be oh, done. That no. would be done as well. Well, Mulch, um, <laughs> commiserations on exiting the <laughs> FM Super League. Sorry, Mulch. <laughs> <laughs> And then the finals on the seventh. So what we've just said is absolutely irrelevant. Um, yeah. But you know. Anyway, best of luck to Mulch. Best of luck to the other seven competitors. Um, as Mulch takes the charity seat in that. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, it's nice to see you again, mate. You've not been here. Uh, you were here for episode twenty-three. And actually, I have to say. Yeah. So we did make you aware of when we had this massive spike in audio listens um yep. you are the number one audio based uh podcast episode in our history uh, <laughs> big time i mean big time. we have it's no big, idea what's happening about mulch being big time i know right? i know I i'm know. big time big time bragster big time bragster that's your name yes oh, 
Yes. There we go. Big time Bradster. If, if my ego can't get any yeah. bigger on YouTube. <laughs> uh, yeah, we don't know what happened with that. It literally just exploded after a week. After a week, it was fairly normal. We were getting like 10 to 15 listens, which is very normal for our audio. Yeah. And then Mulch messaged me saying, um, I don't want to swear too much, but WTF, look at the audio. So I went on, and we'd just done one with uh, It's Chris as well after that. Yeah. And yours just skyrocketed, like double amount of what... And we were like, what? Is this an error? And then Chris has started doing exactly the same thing. And those two have just... The others have been normal, but your those two, yours and Chris's... Chris isn't too far behind, probably about, about, about 10. But yours Clearly went... Me yours, and Chris are big time. Yeah, it was mad. <laughs> it was absolutely mental. Um, so, yeah. Nice one. <laughs> Whatever you did, or I don't know, the algorithm. Or, we don't know if we were like. I, I haven't got a clue because I know for a fact that even anyone that I know um, would have watched it on YouTube and not on audio. So God knows how that's happened. That's what I mean. But the, I love it. The audio surpassed the video for the first time ever. Um, Bonkers. <laughs> it, it's just absolutely mental. Um, so between that, I think it was going around 100 views. In fact, I'm going to look now and just see where Ooh. it's at because it did go up again. Um, live update. Live updates here. So 56 plays online, which is for a lot. It doesn't sound a lot to other people, but for us, that's a lot because we don't know how many people listen to us online apart from we just get a number per episode. Um, Chris's was 13 behind on 43. All the rest are standard. Um, oh, so nice. it is Go very, me. very strange. I know. So thanks for that. <laughs> no problem. Um, we're just getting people back to get us views. You see, like mad scientists. Uh, yes. we, we've rinsed the mad scientist of views now. Um, <laughs> like Sam, you know, we've got two lots of 120 plus views on out of him. So we're we're, we're running out of options. So we've uh, gone back to big time Bragster. Big time Bragster. That's it. Um. <laughs> So, FM22, we'll go back to FM22. It is, the beta is still out. Um, I think Miles has tweeted today saying 100,000 seasons have been completed on the beta, which is absolutely ludicrous. That is ridiculous. Yeah, that um, is ridiculous. So, we get you, you have your initial thought earlier, Bragster. What, um, if you have been doing much with it, what have you been doing on the beta? What have, what have you been experimenting with? So, um... Well, I think it's probably best to just explain what team I'm with first. <laughs> um, I decided, for some stupid reason, to pick Crystal Palace, right? Because Crystal Palace have a pretty decent side. Um, they had a, an amazing transfer window, in my opinion. So I was like, do you know what? They've got some good youth players. Let's have a look. Um, what I did not realise was... The starting budget is 1.1 million for Crystal Palace. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure they've probably uh, spent all their money, haven't they? In re really, and the wage budget, you've basically got like 10 grand. Like you, you've got almost nothing. So I've barely made. I've made one free signing, and then I got a guy on loan. That is that has been my business because that's all I've been able to do. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been going all right. I'm on like six points after like seven games. Just Ooh. drew with Tottenham. Not too bad. Um, no, it's not too bad. Like, there's a few poor results, but I'm just trying to get the hang of the game, really, because 
Obviously, mm. with Crystal Palace, you've got a counter-attacking style. Traditionally, counter-attacking styles don't do well on Football Manager. So, mm. that was one of the things I wanted to try out, because I, I quite like a counter-attacking style. I, you know, I don't personally play it. Last year, my main one was the vertical tiki-taka was my main style. So, I'm kind of in this, like, direct counter-attacking style for now, and I'm trying to, like, almost master that um, and try and get a good feel for it. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it's, it, I'm st- still very much trying to get to grips with the tactical styles and stuff like that because it's a very difficult save that I've decided to do. So tr- experimenting is limited for me um, yeah. when it, when it comes to the save. But yeah, I, I've I've thoroughly enjoyed it already. I'm I'm kind of hooked, which is bad, but I'm hooked already. <laughs> um, it's it's the little things as well. I know we'll get into like the details in a minute, like because I know you've got a big update from your save to mm-hmm. obviously say. Um, but yeah, it's the little things. It's not even like the big elements that I really enjoy. It's just the tiniest little of details that I absolutely love. Um, but yeah, your your save's gone quite interesting since last week, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So. Um, just touching on Palace, I've put Palace up on the screen though because um, they got relegated after season one, so bodes well for you. Um, Great. They then so they took two seasons to get back up, so I've just started season four and Palace are back in the Premier League. Bo, so um, when I last updated, we just lost in the playoff final to Blackburn. You know, a bit disappointing, but not the end of the world. Like I said, I think if we'd gone up, we'd have been absolutely battered um so i thought okay we'll go again uh made a couple of astute signings sold some players off i think i sold benkovic who i bought from leicester for 1.9 million in the first season i sold him for eight and a half million to hoffenheim so we've got a bit of money back for him nice. um and who else went alex Mighton left for six million to la galaxy um so i reinvested that um got josh timon from stoke for a decent, you know, decent, solid left back. So we had, some, we were very, we had good left back, but we had no depth. So yeah. I ended up bulking out the squad, looking into the youth academy, because um, we were stuck for a right wing back. Because at the time we were playing the three centre backs, two wing backs. You know, the the way everybody seems to be going at the moment. Yeah. Um, but we struggled to find a right wing back that would join for you know reasonable terms. They either want too much money or they're not interested. Um, so I went to the youth academy, brought up Jaden Richardson, who was on loan all the season at Leighton Orient, had a really good season. So I was like, Do you know what? I'm just gonna throw him in. And he averaged seven point zero nine for the season. Um, twenty twenty two year old. He's not that great on paper, but he just excelled as an attacking wing back on the right hand side. Yeah. So he had a new contract. Um, since has been sold on because he's not good enough for the Premier League. But we won yeah. the league. By a mile, um, it was close for a long time, but we just pulled away towards the end, um, finishing first, so winning the title, and yeah, went into the Premier League, and I was like, Jesus, like mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna die here. I mean, Barnsley came up with us. We'll talk about Barnsley in a minute, and who else came up with us? Oh, Brentford came back up with us because they went down in the first season as well. Um, yeah, so made some okay signings. Tyrese Campbell from Stoke. Five million quid, you know, not not world beaters, but just bulked yeah. the squad because I thought the squad we had on paper 
fact, I go Sean Longstaff. I got on a free transfer in season two from Newcastle. He got released. That's brilliant. I, what, I, what I a like player. Longstaff. What a well. player Sean Longstaff is. Get him on a free at the end of season. No matter who you are, he yeah. he was being tipped for England at one point in my save yesterday. Um, and I got him on a free, and he only wanted. I think he was on twenty eight grand a week in the championship, but I thought that was worth it for how oh, good yeah. he is. And nobody else wanted him, so he just accepted. I was like, all right. So we won the league quite comfortably. Um, still using the three centre backs to you know the five at the back, whatever. Yeah, Premier League's obviously a different monster. It's um, yeah, it's hard. <laughs> we we struggled, and we had a decent start. We we you know we would looked like we could do something but the we were just too exposed with the wing backs and the center backs just weren't they were good enough but it was difficult i mean like man city have got erling Haaland, man united have got mbappe and ronaldo um, jesus it's just some of the signings are ludicrous but um we luckily there were three crapper teams than us in the league because we went we lost 11 games in a row at one point and I couldn't win to save my life. We literally were minutes away from winning away at Leicester, who were 4-3-2, and they scored 91-94, and we lost the game. You know, that was 11th defeat in a row. So I thought, right, we've got to change something. Like, we've changed all the yeah. instructions. The formation doesn't seem to be working. So I went asymmetric, just as a, just Classic. as a, you know, just as a bit of a, bit of a gamble, really. Because mm. at this point, it was like we were 20 games in, but I was still eight points clear of the bottom three because the bottom three were that bad. Um, Barnsley lost 9-0 on the opening day away at Southampton. Jesus Christ. <laughs> at least at least Southampton finally got revenge for their yeah, own 9-0. So... But Barn it was weird. Barnsley came up in the playoff final, won the playoff final, fair enough. But they didn't make one signing. In the Premier League. They didn't spend any money. They spent £180 on a part exchange deal. But that wasn't for a first team player. It was really strange. That's and it, baffling. And it showed because they finished with 13 points. Um, Just above the record, actually. Yeah, so that the record's was... record's 12, isn't it, by Derby? 11, I think it is. I will literally put the table on the screen now. Uh, oops, wrong way. Um, because it was ridiculous. Um, so you can see that um, Barnsley there, bottom, 13 points. Bournemouth went down with 20 points, and Fulham went down with uh, 28, I think it is. Yeah, 28. That's a really bad season. Like... So with with six games to go, we had... We had how many games was it? We had 24 points. And it was like, okay, right. well... it. Everyone Newcastle again finished sixteenth. That's seventeenth, sixteenth, and sixteenth. They finished in the first three seasons. Uh, Not as good as you'd expect, really. They've it? had they've had four managers, and we'll get to Newcastle in a minute. But we basically the asymmetric formation was working, but only against the teams around you. So right. when, when we're playing Liverpool, Man City, Arsenal, it, we would just get we were we were losing. We weren't getting battered. But we were losing. Yeah. So at the end of the day, it's a loss. Like we're gonna get losses yeah, yeah. against people like Liverpool and whatever. Um but we won five out of the last six, which shot oh, our points total to thirty seven. So actually it looks like a decent season when really yeah. mostly it was crap. So um <laughs> But yeah, Newcastle. Uh, I don't know what they're doing in your save, but they are atrocious and they've had four managers in three seasons. 
Um, who's who's Christ. the latest manager to? Uh, well, they got rid of. Um, Do you want to hazard a guess who the manager of Newcastle is on my save? Uh, Brendan Rodgers. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, what a guess! Um, they're now managed by Diego Simeone on mine. Um, Not a bad manager but at all. They just got rid of Didier Deschamps. Uh, they got rid of Marco Bielsa. They got rid of Brendan Rodgers. So, He's... yeah, manager number four for Newcastle in season four. Now, we're not. We're only first of September, so we've literally played the first five games in which I had Liverpool, Arsenal, Man United, and Man City. Jesus Christ! And Southampton at home, who I did beat. So it's a good job. <laughs> um, but yeah, Newcastle on my saves, what I've seen are really struggling. They just cannot get out of first gear and they've signed stupid amounts of players with stupid uh, amounts of money who have they, yeah, signed? Who have they lo- signed on yours then so their biggest signing for 51 million was oscar oh you yeah know the old chelsea one yeah yeah i've seen them yeah, signing so before. signed him 51 million signed regulon from tottenham for 43.5 million um it diogo is- carlos is another one it's interesting Maxi to see who, who they sign in. Yeah, they've signed different players in mind, but they're all like similar players. Yeah. You say Maxi Gomez? Yeah. Oh, he went to Arsenal, man. He scored a hat-trick against me. So he's like really good. Yeah, he, he looks unreal, and I'm quite scared of Newcastle. Yeah. Newcastle are actually doing pretty decent. They've got 12 points from the first seven games. Okay. And, own, and they've only lost one game this season, and that was a 6-0 loss to Man United. So 6-0? Jesus. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Because like the Newcastle it's something that I will will play at some point is the Newcastle build like the build of Newcastle. Yeah. Because the more I see them struggling, like in people's saves and my saves, the more I want to do it. Because I'm yeah. like, you've signing all these players and it just shows I think the club is that knackered to the bottom, like like in yeah. the youth level. You've got to build it from the bottom. Yeah. And at the top, you've got to do both. So you... I wonder whether it will be updated in the main game because it will definitely be updated for the main reason of you can't have Brendan Rodgers be the manager of Newcastle every single time you open up the game. Yeah. Um, I so think... it's going to be up. So Newcastle are guaranteed to get updated. So mm. I wonder whether they're going to get updated to the point where maybe they will be better in like overall i mean i haven't seen how they've done on my save over the course of the season but they seem to be doing decently on mine now yeah they they had a good start under rogers on mine and then they just sort of tailed off and eventually finished 17th so i wasn't yeah. paying too much attention because obviously i was in the championship at the time I wasn't really bothered about the premier league but i did keep checking i sort of checked on who they were signing and things and yeah I think like they spent sixty four million on William Carvalho in season two, and he's still there now. But like, the players they were bringing in are like early thirties, late thirties. Yeah, I'm like, okay, that's fine for a little bit, but you need young players. I was looking at the young players they were bringing; they weren't really bringing anybody, and it was like they were focused. They were, the AI is focusing on the first team. Um, it's a bit weird that because like I wouldn't even say that's realistic because hmm. you would expect. Newcastle in the coming years to spend it on a few of the youth like every season have a few like from the main for the main team mm. and then a couple of youth players to obviously bring into the team over time you yeah. know that's how 
like rebuilds happen. So I wonder whether on the game, like it hasn't been fully coded how a club rebuilds. Yeah, I, I, think I don't know because it happened as far as I'm aware. And what Miles said is that the takeover happened very quickly. Nobody expected yeah. it to happen then. And then I think there was a data. I think the beta came out not long after, and they were rushing to push it through. So they've yeah. probably just updated the finances and took a guess at all they can do is guess because they don't, you know, they're not going to know after what three yeah. days of what Newcastle are going to be like. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Obviously, for the full game, you might think they might do a bit more research. But at the end of the day, what is there to research at the moment? Because they've not, yeah. still not appointed the manager, like no. in real life, obviously. Um, they'll they'll at a point one the day after the game. Comes yeah, of out. course they will. But yeah, maybe I think the Rogers one is. Um, I think it's just assumed. So FM, you know, puts it in. Fair that's enough. What, I think it's probably going on think... the odds and stuff. But in real life, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's where it's obvious that it was rushed because yeah, like in no in the one of the biggest things of people saves is when it, a save starts with a, with a club having no manager one of the most exciting things is comparing who's gone to that club with your like your friends and stuff yeah and i feel as though everyone online just going it's Brendan Rodgers it's Brendan Rodgers it's it, it's never done that before mm. and so for me it's quite obvious that they've had to rush this in yeah and that it's not pro- coded properly so I can guarantee during this beta one of the biggest things they've done is rehash Newcastle yeah I can you imagine like they've obviously rushed this through because obviously they want to put it in the game because I think it's one of those yeah. things that people want to play and if, if they didn't put it in and said no we're gonna wait they just get criticised, yeah. wouldn't they? And like, yeah. they don't deserve criticism. Like, it's not their fault that it was done no. two days, three days before the beta came out. Like, um, but you know, fair play to them for getting it in in the first place. It's been really yeah. interesting to see how it goes. Obviously, for the full game, I think we'll see some different managers, some different players being signed. But the transfer budget will probably still be there. Um, yeah, it might be so. more, it might be less. We don't know. This is the beta at the end of the day. But so far, yeah, it has been fascinating to see how they're doing. Um, you know, seventeenth, sixteenth, and sixteenth. It's not what I predicted Jeez. at all. But in others, they've gone into Europe. So, yeah, it's just the game cycle. Um, and I'm sure when I do other saves, I'll keep an eye on them. I think I, I will give it a go at some point because it yeah. does look it does look fun. You don't need to worry about money. Yeah. you know within reason um but i think everybody wants to do it a bit differently and... one of the most annoying things was my casual save on football manager last year was newcastle <laughs> so it's the most frustrating thing because i'm sick to death of them at this point yeah i'm like i don't want to go back no. but like it's an exciting save to do but i'm sitting here going i really yeah. can't be bothered to and... do but i've spent a whole year with them i do not want to do another one with but, them but now you <laughs> like... get you get 200 million pounds every year to spend i mean you know it is an exciting proposition i'm one of those though i'm I, i'm one of those terrible football manager players that absolutely loves budget spending yeah i love it it's <laughs> like I don't like playing as the big teams because I'm like, well, I can just buy the best players. I don't want to buy the best players. I want to buy like some hidden gems and stuff. Mm. Like I love, like obviously everyone this year is talking about Arezzo. Yeah, uh, the striker. I got him. I don't think I, it was either last year's game or the year before. 
Mm. And like I've like been playing with him for ages and I've been like, oh my god, he's amazing. Um and then obviously this year everyone seems to like know who he is and I'm like, I've been playing with him for the last two years. Like Yeah. <laughs> he's but, like one of my favourite players on the game. Big time Bradster um, exposed. There we go. <laughs> Oh, but it's, a, it's, it's, it's like it's, everyone has those like couple of players that they like they end yeah. up finding and i love i love finding some just random hidden gems like i found this center midfielder he's not that great i have to admit but he's um he's i'm gonna i'm gonna put the name in, in the discord like i'm I, i'm not even gonna try and pronounce it um but it's it's Fedj Serb or something like that. He's Serbian. Yes, yeah, so it'll be Luvomir Fiesa or something like that. Yeah, yeah. something like that. <laughs> and his stats are insane. Like, yeah. he's got 18 tackling, 15 marking. He's a defensive midfielder, 14 mm. first touch. All of his mentors, like, 18 aggression, 17 bravery, 17 concentration, 16 decision, 16 determination, 18 positioning, 18 teamwork. It's just his physicals that let him down. Yeah. But he was on a free transfer from like the Saudi Arabian club and he's done a decent job for me, but he's a great like centre midfield, like defensive midfielder that I just bring on against the big teams. Mm. I'm just like, yeah, get past my guy that's got 18 tackling. Good luck. Yeah. Like, you know, and, but that's what I love is like these budget spending when you just find someone like this that has just great stats and you're like, well, why haven't I heard of this guy sort of thing? Mm. Um, but it, it Newcastle will be an interesting save for definite, like in the future. And once people start realizing, I think who you, how high you can go, because I think that's the most interesting part is people are trying to work out how high caliber player could you get in that first season, yeah, without actually doing anything. I mean, that's one of the most interesting things. I've just looked to put him on the screen, but he's not in my database for some reason. So what the hell? But, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, he sounds like a decent player. Um, yeah, Newcastle, an interesting one. I've just put this year's spending. They've only spent fifty-five million this year. Maybe after season four of finishing sixteenth, they uh, they get a bit fed up. With it. Um, <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Forest up in the Prem. Um, season two in the Prem, as in season four. Hopefully, will be a bit of a more of a a bit more intimidating outfit to play against. Uh, we've just bolstered the squad. We got fifty million to spend. Didn't spend it all. Don't think I need to. But I think you can get some good players on good, cheap deals this year. It seems like, yeah, if players are out of contract next season, they'll happily transfer list them because they think, oh, we need the money. So you can get yeah. see yourself some good deals. I have seen. A, I don't know if it's a bug, but you can get Camavinga for four point eight million. Um, Jesus Christ! When he's at Real Madrid, so I don't know what season that is. It's two or three. And Mbappe goes on the free most of the time. He's gone to Man United. Um, you know, there's some interesting um interesting signings to be made yeah um definitely but yeah what do you th- what do you th- think about the features like i don't know have you managed to look at the data hub or anything like that so the data hub i love i um the one thing i really like about it is actually like i feel like the ball lake is getting up all the stats that you want into the data hub but obviously once it's in there mm-hmm. Like after after every match and before every match, you get the updates. 
Like yeah. they just send you the <laughs> updates on the things that you want. Yeah. Like that's what I really like. It is specified to what's in your data it's hub. Customizable. So you don't have to. Yeah, you don't have to like go into the date hub every single time after every match. They just give it to you straight up and just go, well, these are the key parts if you want to know them. Yeah. Like the rest of it is quite boring, but if you want to know this, here you go. Um, so I absolutely love the data hub. I feel like mm -hmm. it's something that I'm going to have to learn to do over time. Like I'm, I, I tried to play as many matches as possible, but I can definitely see myself like before maybe some bigger games. Uh, really looking at like the different, mm. uh, like the past maps and stuff, and because that's what I did against Tottenham. Like, uh, I drew against them. I was down to ten men, and I managed to nick a draw. And yeah, like I, the past map just showed that they were passing it along the back line. So I was like, well, I'm just gonna put my, def uh, I'm just gonna let you have the ball then. Like, mm -hmm. I'm just gonna put all my defenders back, go on counter attacking, and just sit there. Yeah, and just and just watch. They'll have all the ball, but they will never come forwards. And that's literally what I did for the entire game, and I ended up drawing it. So I feel like once I get used to reading into like all these stats, I can definitely see myself for like the big matches, especially against the bigger teams where maybe your normal tactics don't quite work. Like being able to adapt to that based off the stats you get, I, I I'm really like looking forward to really delving into it and trying to understand it. Mm. Yeah, I think the what we me and Mulch said last week is that it's just although this data or most of the data has been available anyway, in one form or another. I'm not saying scattergardio. Yeah, it has been. It's made easier for people that may have struggled with that sort of data conversion. Um, yeah, and made more accessible and put it like you say, you can customize it. So if you don't want to see something because it doesn't make much sense, well, don't look at it. You know, yeah. you, you can get rid of it and you can put something in that you think, oh, I do want to look at that. You know, I, I to begin with, I started off really simple, like aerial, passing, yeah. shooting, defending. And I'm thinking, okay, oh, and crossing, I think it was. They're like the five elements I was looking at, just to get used to the what the data hub can bring. I think because it's a new feature, I actually forgot about it during season three yeah, yeah. in the Premier League. Like, I, did, I thought, well, why am I looking at, why should I look at the data? I can't bring any players in to improve this. We're not a very good side. Um, but I should have looked at it more, you know, maybe against for teams reports rather than how we're doing generally, because we're always going to struggle. Yeah. Because we don't have quality uh, yet. So, yeah, I've still been impressed with it. I think for me, it keep, it does reset, like it gets rid of your things after the season and then it obviously starts again. And you have to, for me, I don't know if it's a bug, um, but I went back in, you know, as the season had crossed over and it had sort of got rid of last seasons, but just taken them out of the data hub anyway. I was like, oh, right. so I put them back in. So I don't know if that was a bug, but I think, well, it's probably because the season's finished and the stats are probably irrelevant now, possibly. Yeah. Um, so maybe that was that, but I didn't think too much of it. But yeah, data hub is still good, still impressive. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm impressed with the match engine again. We've, I've played. What three seasons now, and the match engine is getting better and better. It's not perfect, but it's never going to be perfect. No, um, just feels so fresh. Like yeah, watching watching the players like turn and move like mm -hmm. in different ways. The one thing I've noticed that I really like yeah. this year. Well, there's actually two. Number one, VAR doesn't always mean the goal is disallowed. Oh, I've had so many goals given. Unbelievable. That is such like I feel like especially as a content creator, like trying to pretend that the goal is 
possibly going to be allowed. Yeah. Gets a bit wary after a while. Whereas now, <laughs> like, there is a sense of disbelief, like, of, oh my God, like, I don't know which way this is going to go. Um, and, like, you make the judgments of, oh, I think that was on, I think that was off, sort of thing. Um, I really like that. I think that's a great feature. Yeah. Um, it needed to be added because it was getting quite tiresome as uh, towards the end of the game, just being like, yes, we know it's disallowed, just get on with it. Yeah. Um, the other thing I really, really like is when you have a clear-cut chance, the keeper saves it or your player misses it and hits the bar, and then your player then collects the ball, manages to get it back in the box and you score. Mm-hmm. I, that's never really happened before. Yeah. Like, a lot of the time, like, it'd be like, oh, he, he's missed. Like, the keeper saved it, highlight over. Like, I've had a couple now where I've, the one was Zaha it, shot, the keeper saved it, Zaha then picked up the ball again, crossed it in, and and then get, Conor Gallagher managed to score sort mm. of thing, you know? And I was like, I've never seen that before. Usually just the highlight ends. So I feel like that is... Again, it's such a minor difference in comparison to what it was. Like, the things that are making me really excited about this game aren't necessarily, oh, the big data hub, or the big, like, changes to the match engine in terms of, like, all the turns and the dribbling. Mm. It's the little things like, you know, the VAR being able to go either way, the fact that the a mischance doesn't mean the, the, the actual highlight is over yet. Like which is the same in football. Like, if yeah. you have a chance and the keeper saves it, doesn't always mean it's game over. Like, done for the chance. So, it, it, it's just those just those little things, and I absolutely love it. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I think the crossing animations are better this year. There's a lot of uh, yeah. low crosses. You know when you would specify, like, low cross? So I, I yeah, had yeah. low crosses on for us because we were shit in the air. Um, But the low crossing animation, like the way they pull it directly across the goal that seems to have improved and like you wouldn't get players squaring it before and they do now yeah um it's just that, like you say little things but things that we've got used to being not great yeah. for us they've they are tweaking and it's showing now like you say it's not much yeah loads of difference but for us it's massive there's everything the other it? thing i've noticed as well and it's again such a minor difference is when you you have league matches mm-hmm. on the league table. You have the arrows telling you whether the yes. team has moved up or down. I noticed that, and that I is absolutely love it. Literally, green and red arrows have made a massive difference because then it gives you it, it gives you a bit more information. Oh, well, that team has moved up, and this team's gone yeah. moved down. Whereas before, you didn't, unless you memorize the league table, you don't yeah. really know uh, that. Like again, really small detail, but yeah, massive change in how how you look at things. Um, it, it, that's what I mean. Like those are the details that make me go, I want to carry on playing this because you know it was those little things that bugged you. Mm-hmm. Like, and yeah. I feel like that's where a lot of other franchises go wrong is they just try and make big change, big change. Whereas for Munja, what they've done is gone. Yeah, here's a couple of big changes, but here's like the couple of smaller ones that we've known have bugged you for a while, so we've changed it. Yeah. Um. The other thing I know you spoke about last week was deadline day. Mm. And Madden. oh my god, <laughs> for a man for a man that had no money, couldn't get any players in, I was panicking. Yeah. And yeah, I was I like, was why? I, 
I can't buy anyone. I've got no money. Like, I didn't. What I didn't am I want. Doing? I didn't want to bring any players or sell any players. But I thought it's not a true experience. If you know, yeah, you can sort of decline it and carry on. Yeah. So I thought I'll just take part, and I'm not gonna. I'm not interested in. I was ended up bidding for this player. I was looking to get the scouts on him. <laughs> Like the agents are like, look at this guy, look at this guy. And half of it, you know, he's dross. But some of them, I was like, yeah. oh, hang on a minute. Like, this player wants to leave all of a sudden. And then the rumours well, start going, and you start going, oh, fucking, yeah. I'm going to lose somebody here. <laughs> well, that's the thing is, when you, the one thing I didn't realise was in it, um, and it might have been mentioned before, but I just didn't know, was the agent recommendations. Like, agents actually coming to you and yeah. being like, here's th- my player. I think it was and in was before, like, but it wasn't, it wasn't like a prominent thing, and it wasn't done on deadline day. I think yeah. I think agents would come to you with players, but it was always crap players that you would think, well, why yeah. would I want him? Whereas this seems a bit more tailored to your club and where, yeah. where and your you know where you are in the football world. Um, yeah, it makes me panic. And no they reason. always seem to notice your gaps in the team as well. Yeah, it, it's clever. It's I, very clever. I was yeah, I was looking and like. I know for a fact, like, I either needed a striker or a winger, and I was, uh, like, anyone in that midfielder basically needed. And I just kept getting offered midfielder after midfielder after midfielder, and I was just sitting there going, you're just teasing me now? Yeah. Like, I got, I've got, i got no money. Like, but it, I feel like that, once I get money, will be, like, I can just see me panicking so much every time and making so many bad decisions. But that's what Deadline Day is about. Is making those panic decisions and then being like, "Why did I do that?" Like, I think we, um, we all turned our nose up at that feature when we first yeah. saw it. You know the way they did it with Fabrizio Romano and whatever, and it was a bit like, "Oh, great!" Like de- deadline day. I mean, we don't. That's not what we want. But then, yeah. when we've what we've been given, we're like, "Oh, okay." I sort of I like yeah. this, and it's all right. It's not for everyone, but. If you want to really immerse yourself in that game and in that world as a football yeah. manager, I think it's just a must. Even if you don't want to sign any players like I did, I just threw myself in and I was like, let's see what the rumours are yeah. and stuff. And I just enjoyed reading what I was seeing and like some of the deals that got done. I was like, how come I didn't know about that deal? Like, yeah. And I was annoyed after that, so I wish I never bothered. But um, also, I, there was one window where I didn't take part just to see what it was like. It's still chaos. There's bids coming yeah. in the front and centre, so you can't, you can't, you know, win. escape it. You can't escape yeah. it. <laughs> you just get loads of offers. It's just you may as well just throw yourself in in the transfer deadline day. Well, that's yeah. the thing is, I think that'll be a great feature. I know, obviously, I don't anymore, but I can very much see for the streaming world that deadline day feature is a blessing because yeah. one thing, especially when you're streaming, like trying to get make transfers interesting or trying to like get that transfer window and keep everyone engaged in what you're doing is difficult but now if you're watching a, a save and someone playing it and you know it's getting close to deadline day i can sense that viewers will start getting excited and going yeah he's getting closer to deadline day here this is going to be chaos and like and that's going to be able to keep people engaged a lot and i know that's probably i mean something that they're not most people aren't going to praise it for, but I feel like, especially for the streamers, I feel like that's going to be so useful to help with their engagement and stuff and get a lot of viewership involved and stuff like that. That is, um, a, that is a very, very good point. Something I never even thought of till now. Like, yeah, viewer engagement, especially streaming when it's live, because obviously if it's, unless you've filmed the whole thing for YouTube, fair enough, but 
you, most of the time it's they cut out all the bits but like when you stream yeah. it, you see everything yeah. so that's a really good point um people would just do that with transfer windows and just just stream the transfer window deadline day just do yeah. that you get 15 hours of the deadline day i mean you could probably rinse deadline day for an hour or two couldn't you Oh, easily. Why, if you needed four players, were you going to be there all bloody day? Not the players that are getting thrown at you. Well, that's the thing is, I can definitely see like people doing that. Like I know in the past, uh, YouTubers like Dr. Benji have streamed their transfer windows. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, and then everyone kind of knows that like the transfer windows can be interesting, but it can be boring. I can see like someone like Dr. Benji just streaming the deadline day. And just being like, here's deadline day because yeah, it's yeah. just going to be chaos. Um, and that's how it should be. You know, deadline day is so big in the footballing world. It should feel bigger than the rest of the transfer window in the game. And finally, I feel like it does. It finally feels big enough to be called deadline day and not just another day in the transfer window. It's just the final one, you know? Yeah. This time it feels like deadline day where you are on edge the entire time, even if you can't spend money, even if your players can't go. Because I remember just sitting there and I was like, well, like, none of my players are going. And then the the um, the journalist just sent a question in going, um, so we've heard rumours Zaha's going to go. And I'm like, pardon? <laughs> I'm like, excuse, excuse Shit. me? Shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just one journalist question about midway through deadline day made me panic. Yeah. And I didn't get a single I didn't get a single offer for Saha, but that one question just made me go, What if he does? Like, which is exactly what it should be, because on deadline day, in reality, anyone can just go in, hand you a bunch of money, and you're gonna go, I can't turn it down. Like oh, yeah. and the but it was just it just made me laugh that I was just sat here. I'm, absolutely chill and then all of a sudden he just goes so we've heard Zaha might leave and I was just that was it I was like I was in pure <laughs> panic mode thinking uh, what if I lose yeah. him and I've got no one to replace him unbelievable so it sounds like you're a fan anyway but um yeah, yeah. I I absolutely love this game it's such a step up like 21 was a massive step up from 20 I feel like this is an even bigger step up mm. um which I mean is quite worrying because how the hell are they going to step it up next year? Because it's stepped yeah. up so much in two years. I, I'm not sure whether it will be able to step up to the same levels. Um, but for me, th this year's game, I think, is just... There are so many new elements. I feel like we're going to be learning yeah. throughout the year rather than just the first month. And who knows? Like The full game is now, yeah. They're, they're probably keeping one or two things back as well, whether it's graphical yeah. or interface, you know, whatever. You know, there's still stuff to look forward to. So we'll uh, we'll definitely next season in the podcast we'll obviously catch up and get you back on and see how you're yeah. doing. But anyway, we're gonna go forward. We're gonna look to the future. Um, more more with your YouTube side, but with FM22 as well. Um, yeah, with like our future saves. Um, have you got any ideas what you want to do future save wise, and if are any going to go on YouTube? Or Twitch? I know you're oh. pretty much done with Twitch, aren't you? Yeah, I'm done with Twitch, especially with uni. I'm so like I just can't do it. Like once I leave uni, I'll be back to it. But until then, oh um, wow! Breaking news: Bragster in the mud. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, basically, I'm going to reveal my YouTube save on here. Oh, um, right now, yes. 
a first. Yeah, Come I, on. I'm I'm gonna do it here. Um I nearly revealed it at the end of my Football Manager 21 video that is actually going up when we're recording this. Yeah. Uh, the finale of it is going up. Um, Check it out. So it will be up when this comes out. Um, so that was the give and take, which was the crazy series, blah, blah. I've stripped it back. <laughs> because <laughs> Thank God for that. It, it was a bit much, I have to admit. Like It's a great series, but I had to rush it towards the end because obviously yeah. I mean, the beta It's, it's and different stuff. though, isn't it? It's something we've not really seen yeah. before. So fair enough for you know, at least attempting it and giving it giving the time that you did. Yeah. So this year, I'm oh. actually going to be managing a team. Go on. Who is it? It's Aston Villa. Oh. I'm going to be managing Aston Villa. Um, with a twist. Oh, <laughs> because God. Here we go. Dragster always has a twist. <laughs> um, so this series, I mean... Name subject to change if it really doesn't catch on. Okay. Uh, but at the moment, the name is Outscored for this series. Nice. Which, nice and short. I like it. Which is, if the player scores for you in that match, they can't play in the next one. So, game one, Danny yep. scores a goal. Yep. He then can't he then play can't, in the next game. He then can't play in the next what game. What if he scores two? Uh, that doesn't matter. Okay, so it's just I, the next I, game. I, I, I didn't know if it was per yeah. goal. Like, what well, if he's got a hat trick and he missed the next three games? Yeah, I, mean, I feel you... like that would get too complicated. <laughs> yeah, even I couldn't keep track of that one. Um, but that, yeah, but yeah that, I feel like that's mad. Yeah, I, I feel I always like having a little twist because, um, especially with the game, like if you have a little twist, you have to change tactics all the time. Um, yeah, I, I just agree. feel like it'd be really interesting. It makes your cup runs a bit more interesting because then you're thinking, right, I don't want to play any of my first team players in this one because I might have to play Man United in the next game. Um, so I feel like that, that that is my series. It will be with Aston Villa. I can make transfers. There's no none of that it, malarkey. It's literally, about just if they score, they can't play. The they next can't game. play in the next game. Um, okay. I'm still debating. I'm still debating whether to just do one season and show every single game on the channel, or whether to play it like a normal YouTube save, um, and uh, do like multiple yeah. years, but just have that as the rule. I'm still not 100 percent sure. Um, I think with that, like, it would probably depend on how you results are going because, like, if you're winning three nil every game, then you'd be fucked eventually because people would want to see the changes. But if you're like, if you get like if you're losing and drawing nil nil, say yeah. you don't score for four games, well, it's just it's, it's a bit one of those, isn't it? I guess I well, guess that's the thing. probably just show what you want to show and show what you need to yeah. show. Possibly, I'll probably show every single match. I think for at least the first season, and then if I want to carry on, mm -hmm. um, because obviously, <clears throat> um, judging by my give and take save, that yeah. was twenty three episodes. So if this is about the same. And I'm probably going to release maybe one a week. You know, that's going to take me halfway through yeah. the time. Uh, I was going to say, is, are you going to, like, is this the one one series for the year? Are you going to you gonna do two, split it? Does it just uh, depend how this it goes? Is my, this is my main series for the year. Um, I've had different ideas, um, just depending on how I feel. Um, yeah. But I this will be my main save for Definite. 
Christmas, the bottom of Christmas challenge will be back. Um, I like that one. Yeah, for the second year, it will be back because it was just so much fun to do. Um, and plus, it was quite fun to just watch me go insane as time just went on. Um, mm. As I ran out of Christmas songs to sing, so I ended up just <laughs> singing yeah. random ones. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's just more of a fun series. I love the bottom of Christmas challenge. Like a lot of people do it seriously. You know me by now. Yeah. I don't do it seriously. Um, <laughs> like, it's just not in my bones. Um, so the bottom of Christmas challenge will be back at Christmas. So whether the, this series takes a bit of hiatus over Christmas or slows down a bit, I don't really know. It depends on obviously the bottom of Christmas challenge. Um, but I feel like those would be my two saves. Whether I do a third one will purely depend on whether I come up with another idea. Um, I also don't want to burn out on Football Manager because I definitely felt that towards the end of this this year. Yeah. Um, and I got into the loophole of just releasing Football Manager videos, which mm. I don't want to do. Um, yeah. I am a variety channel. I do like doing different things as people have seen over Halloween. And, you know, I like <laughs> doing a few different things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that will be my save for this year. We'll be nice. there with the uh, caveat of not being able to play any player that scores. Which, if I if I had it on this beta save, Edouard would have not played half of the season. So you'd have been screwed. <laughs> I would uh... have been screwed. <laughs> I have been thinking that while playing this. I'm like every time it's Edouard yeah. scoring, I would be so screwed. <laughs> well. Thank you for revealing that live on the podcast. Milt should be very proud. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So make sure you keep an eye out for that. We will put, obviously, all your links are going to be in the description, as always. My new co-host, because we've sacked Milch off, because uh, yeah. he'll currently be preparing for the draft at 8pm. So it's, so it's Monday today, right, when we're recording this. We're recording a little bit early, but, you know, me and Bragster are really you know, organised, whereas Milch is not organised. Um. You know, I've been sent the overlay for the stream halfway through recording, so it's too late, Mulch. Oh, it's too late. Fun. But mine's better. It's just got to be cross through Mulch's name, and I've just wrote Bragster all the time. <laughs> I mean, who cares, really? That's like... brilliant. <laughs> hey, do you like the thumbnail I put out this week? I thought that was creative genius. I loved it I think, so much. I think it made me chuckle. You're the manager of Argentina, but I can't remember which manager it was that I chopped the head off of. Um... And obviously Mulch, Mulch is there it. in his suit. I, I, I love the one of Mulch because I made the head way too big, but I thought that actually looks quite funny. And I just stuck a <laughs> super badge on his suit. But um, yeah, no Mulch, no problem. Um, and I think, Braggs, you, you'll probably deputise for for us in the future. Um, so this is oh, a good... more than happy you know, to. You, you know the deal. You know what we do here. We know that there's not much preparation going on. Um, no. We just talk about football manager and football. Anyway, enough for the FM22 talk. Um We'll get into another week of playing it. Uh, just so you know, this is the last one of the series. So we will have a little hiatus. Um, but we're hopefully going to be back with a bang. Uh, we don't know who with. But we're going to have um, new graphics. Uh, we're, having a bit, we're having a bit of uh, spring cleaning. Rebrand. Yeah, a little bit of a rebrand. Nothing major. Just uh, freshen it up a bit. You know, we've done three seasons oh, nice. of this already. This is episode 30, which is mad. Ten a season. You know, that's 30 weeks. It's over half a year we've been doing this. That's so a bit mad, fair. we're just going to look at updating little bits and bobs here and there. Um, but yeah, we're, we're, I think we'll come back when it's right. 
Um, yeah. Because we do enjoy making the podcast. And, and I'm sure you'll see Braxter many times in the future. We're also trying to get up some proper face-to-face podcast as well. That's the next. That's the next step. I think after the graphics update, I think that's the next step. So uh, looking for. I'm gonna have to go up north really, between uh, Sheffield and Leeds, wherever you lot are, because Mulch didn't see. So when we had Dave as a party on, he said he suggested that we should go to Stadium MK because there's a hotel inside. Yeah, has balcony to the stadium, and I looked, and it's it's affordable, it's doable. But I don't Ooh. think Mulch is keen on uh, coming down to Milton Keynes, but I think we'll pull his leg. So you, yeah. you down? You down for that, Braxton? Come down to Stadium MK. We'll do some. Oh, I mean, I'll, I'll do some down. videos. I'll buy you some beers. How about that as a payment? I'll buy you many beers. I'm definitely mm. down. There we go. <laughs> and you can crash on this one of the sofas in the suite that we're going to buy. Well, or you know, rent for the night. Um, but yeah, we're just gonna. That's the next step for us in the podcast. I think is um, you know doing face to face because obviously right. COVID restricted us to begin with. But that's how it is. We 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 live. We're not too far away, but it's not viable to meet up once a week and do a podcast face to face because number one, we ain't got anywhere to do it, and number yeah. two, that costs a lot of money. Um, we've all got bills to pay. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> what a tangent. Um, so football talk. I mean, we're going to talk about the results last week, but I think the big story and not the most surprising story of the weekend is that Nuno Espirito Santo has been relieved of his duties at Tottenham. Um, yeah. I mean, he only got he only got ten games. I mean, I think it's a bit harsh, but he was like eight hundredth choice as well. Um, yeah. Don't blame him for taking the job. Why would you not take it? But not not a match made in heaven. That was it, really. No, uh, the the appointment in the first place confused me. Um, yeah, because the fans do not like defensive style football. They got annoyed with Mourinho for that. Yeah. So why would you bring in Nuno? Is yeah. my big question. Um, but since they have, they then the the fascinating part is he started off great. Yeah. Three, three wins in the first three. Manager of the month in September in August or September something like that. They, it, it was they, had a, they had a great start, three out of three, like you say, and then they yeah. I think they went to Palace and lost three 0 and it just crumbled since then. They got a play. It was, it play was after the off. Palace game. Yeah. yeah, I think they went and, down to ten men and they just and Palace has got three goals and yeah, something, but then something that's, went on there. That's the thing, though, is you know you look at obviously Man United. They've had a few bad results. Yeah, they then got destroyed by Liverpool. Get in. Um, <laughs> And, but they didn't panic. They stuck with him, even though the fans were fuming. And the next week, they absolutely destroyed Tottenham. Like, you know, because he learned. He learned from his mistakes. He realised, look, I, I can't play on the offensive. I have to play the classic Man United counter-attacking football. And it worked. Mm. Um. So then you have to question, would that have... Would it have been different if they maybe gave Nuno some more time? Would you know he have got the results? It's it's hard to say. Um, I think he's like the fourth manager in three years or something ridiculous. Yeah, it's not good, is it? Like, um, I I'm not a big fan of modern day football, and I know it's not just Tottenham. Um, but the modern day football antic of if you lose five matches, you lose your job. Yeah. Um, I don't like it. I feel like it is very gung ho. 
we and with that we'll never ever get another Sir Alex Ferguson. We'll never get an, another Arsene Wenger. Um, it will never happen um, because in Monday football you're not allowed time, and I feel like this is a prime example. You know, yeah. to win manager of the month and then two two months later, if that, you're gone. Like he's literally had seven league games since I know they've been in Europe as well, but not been great yeah. over there either. No. Uh, I I feel sorry for him. Like it, yeah. he didn't play really defensive football at Wolves either. Like he had a good side of no. Wolves, did a great job at Wolves actually. Um, you know, took them to where they are now. You know, yeah. from from the championship, all right. Had some good players, some good investment, but you still got to get out of the championship, and that is a something that they did with ease, and absolutely yeah. destroyed that division with some of the players. I mean, like Neves in the championship. I mean, Jesus Christ! Um, oh, it was unreal. But still, you've still got to get the job done because the championship's a brutal division. Um, yeah. I feel sorry for him. Like he clearly wasn't first choice. He clearly wasn't even fifth choice. Like, well, that's the thing. Is the thing that made me laugh when they appointed him was he. Um, when he was so when the job first came up Nuno was in the question Tottenham then came out and said no we don't want him Yeah. then they got rejected multiple times it was genuinely like watching a 13 year old kid just go around the school and just keep getting rejected by everyone mm-hmm. um, it was quite sad to watch to be honest just watching them They're just their confidence just diminish over time uh, as they yeah. just kept getting rejected by manager after manager. Um, and then, yeah, and then they ended up going for Nuno and everyone was like, you just gone for the guy that you have publicly said you don't want. Um, yes, so, it wasn't right from the start, was it? But, you know, no, it, fair play for him taking it on. I think I think there's more problems at Spurs I know that's something I think Harry Kane is becoming a problem whether he plays well or not because that is just yeah. a lingering problem that is just will haunt every yeah. manager that goes in there. And if Conte goes in there, which is allegedly what's going on, yeah. like I'm sure I mean he seems like a pretty ruthless manager. He's not gonna take any bullshit, is he? And I know that I know that Levy runs the show there. Fair enough, you know, he's got them into a big new stadium. Financially, you know, they're sound, whatever, great. I think by the sounds of it, the uh, I think it's the Italian guy they've got, the sporting director, he's appointing Conte, and I think Levy's sort of stayed out of it because Levy's managers haven't been great. Um, so yeah. we'll see. I think the Harry Kane thing needs to be sorted. He either needs to commit to Spurs long-term or he needs to bugger off. One of the two. Well, this is the problem. They're not going to get $150 million from either. So, <laughs> no, Especially after the start of this season. And... Do City want him anymore? Like, that's the question. Is especially if City do well this season, will they want him? And yeah. it is a question, you know, because I feel like if Harry Kane goes out of form, which he has, and if someone else steps in, I mean, if I, if you were to choose between Harry Kane and Erling Haaland tomorrow, who would you choose? Exactly. I, I'd go for Haaland every day of the week. Of course you would, and I think he'll be cheaper. And possibly, so, yeah, yeah. you know, it's it's like, do you want the possibly cheaper and better striker or the experienced one in the Prem, but expensive? You exactly. know, it, it's a question. And it, a point that's just been proved, pointed out on Twitter, I was just scrolling through a couple of the news updates. 
someone's just tweeted that not a single Spurs player has actually produced a goodbye post for Nuno. Not one. No. Uh, I'd say it was Which, probably a Which, obviously... Yeah. It's... You look at, like, obviously with Bruce... They were very the quick. They were very quick like, with... Yeah, um, he's gone. He's gone. Yeah. They were very quick with Mourinho's goodbye post, though, weren't they? So, And then... Sent Maximin and stuff were tweeting almost instantly, like, thank you for everything, blah, blah. Mm. Not had a single thing to do with Nuno. So I wonder whether a lot more maybe is going on behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, we will never at know. Tottenham will we, but... that has led to. No, we, we won't ever know. We won't know. <laughs> he's still. Harry Kane's still at Spurs on my Forest save. You can see that on the screen. Uh, Roberto Martinez is the Spurs manager. They have gone through a few because they, they were shocking last season. And Human Son's still there. So. Um, hope for Spurs fans um, currently. But yeah, we'll see what happens with Spurs. Um, I'm not convinced they'll do much this season. I think Harry Kane needs to leave or commit and properly yep. commit because he needs to decide whether he wants to win trophies or not. And I think we all yep. know what the answer is. And I think he needs to just... I know when he tried to say it, but Levy wants a lot of money for him. Well, he shouldn't have signed the contract in the first place then. Yeah. It's his contract. So I've run down your contract and go for free and put you all in for yep. another two years or however long he's got. Or, you know, that's all. That's all the choice he's got because Levy ain't going to accept hundred million. Is he wants no. top big books, and you know, you can see from his point. Well, he's world class. Yeah, he is world class, but he's not. You no, know, currently his value is probably half of what it was in the summer because he's not doing anything. Well, that's season. the thing. Yeah, they need to. He probably is only worth a hundred million right now. They need to sort him out, and that I think yeah. a lot of problems will ease. But anyway, um, some strange results as well. We'll just briefly touch on the results. Obviously, um. Palace, your your lovely Palace side beating Man City oh, away. Yeah. I mean, I, I spoke to a Man City fan in the week, and he says Palace deserved Palace just deserved it. And all right, I think the red card was a bit dodged, but I still don't think that would have taken away much from Palace. I think they were excellent, and they looked like uh, people wrote them off at the start of the season. But the players they yeah. signed. I mean, look at Elise coming on now. Elise starting to. Oh, off the bench. I, like. I, I was going to point him out earlier when we spoke about obviously yeah, the foot manager. He's save. a great player. Uh, if you have any money in the world, buy a Lisse, yeah. because he's unreal. Yeah, and like I'm not even playing him in his natural position. He just produces worldies every time. He's like performance after performance. Mm. Um, I mean, we, when he was playing unreal. for Red, when we saw him playing for Red in the last few seasons, you think, okay, this lad's this lad's got something. He just you need someone to take a punt on him, and Reading weren't yeah. great financially. And Palace went for like seven million. I mean, yeah. the amount of teams that don't take up players from the Championship is ludicrous because you can get some real yeah. bargains. Seven million pounds to a Championship side, unless they're one of the teams that have just come down, is a hell of a lot of money. Um, you know, yeah. so seven million quid for someone who's probably going to be knocking on the first team door. Well, he probably deserves to start. I mean, yeah. Vieira seems to have got the side that he wants and he's playing the football that they want to play and they're playing some really good football yeah. they've got some good young players they've got plenty of championship experience and players like Gallagher um, yeah who's proving to be an excellent signing as well oh, I love I love Gallagher I've always been a fan of him as well like um, yeah I've, I've bought him a lot on previous saves in football manager and like, so I've been able to keep an eye on him in real life a lot more because I'm like, oh, who's this guy? And when I watch him play, he, he, he takes a game and not many players of his age do that. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, I think he's a massive get for Palace, and yeah. you know, as you touched upon, like Vieira has got the team he wants. I feel like Vieira, when he, he was appointed, my first thought was, I like it. You know, he's mm. he, they're giving someone you know newer chance, someone that's not really it's a gamble you know, though, managing it? the Premier League. Yeah, oh, it's a massive gamble. But for me, it was obvious what Palace had done. Palace had gone. Right, we're in a rebuild because obviously all of their big name players left mm-hmm. uh, on free transfers. Um, they were like, we're in a rebuild. Uh, Hodgson's gone. All of our players have gone. Mm-hmm. So let's go for a new, inexperienced manager who has a lot of respect to his name. Uh, let's buy a bunch of players on frees and loans and this, that, and the other. And let's do a full-on rebuild. You know, mm-hmm. and it, For me, it was quite obvious that even if Vieira didn't get off to the best start, they'd stick with him because they're yeah. in a rebuild and they understand that. And it's paid off. It really has paid off. You know, they're 12 points after 10 games. You know, I look at the other teams and I feel like, you know, Palace, are they better than Southampton? Yes. Are they better mm-hmm. than Watford? Yes. Burnley? Yes. Norwich, yes. Newcastle, yes. I think Leeds. Um, I mean, poss- at the moment, they're better. Yeah. Um, I think they they obviously have spent some money, but they've spent it sensibly on players like they spent yeah. twenty million on Gway or Gay. I don't know how you pronounce his name. Nobody can. Everyone pronounces yeah. it different, but he's solid. Like for Swansea, he was solid. Highly rated by Chelsea. Yeah. Good signing. I mean, seven million for Elise. Uh, was it ten, twelve million for Edward or fifteen million? I mean, they've not fifteen million. They've spent some money, but they've probably spent what they've saved on wages. On you yeah. know, and they've <laughs> seems to be getting decent form out of Benteke as well. So, um, for a Vieira, I think it's great. Like I say, he's a big name, and they'll probably when he walks in the room, they probably go, "Ooh, it's Patrick Vieira." Like, yeah, you know, especially players like Conor Gallagher, who yes yeah. was a bit more advanced than uh, Vieira in a positional sense, but he, it, it's a bit like. <laughs> I think Roy Keane probably wanted that same effect, you know, when he was a manager. Yeah. But maybe approached it differently and didn't get the same respect. And they're both great players. Um, yeah. Whereas Vieira, you know, he's not had a great managerial experience so far, but Palace no. seems to be a good fit for him if he, if he, if he's got the backing and if yeah. they continue this good football, good brand, they're not going to win every game. They're not, no. they're, they're not going to, they're not going to get into Europe. I don't think, but they will, hopefully be fairly comfortable and then they can go okay next season right what do we need and just build and build yeah. and build like you say they had older players who were on a lot of money whose contracts were all up and i think they thought do you know what this is this is the chart the time now to change change the manager obviously yeah. Hodge, hodgson was leaving he had a certain way of playing but obviously got results um yeah and vieira's come in and gone okay we want the younger squad younger player we're going to keep the ball we're going to pass it around fair play because um, I think most people wrote Palace off before they'd even kicked a football. Yeah. Um, obviously, Brighton got a point away at Liverpool, showing that there are no pushovers. Norwich lost again. Um, shock. Um, I think Norwich are literally Norwich are down. They may as well just not bother. I mean, I'm, I feel I do yeah. feel for their fans. I really do, because they have invested money. Like the the sporting director Stuart Webber came out and said they're the eleventh top spenders in Europe this season. Well, okay, that's fine, but. You know, you need to maybe look at the way. Uh, it's, it's a tough one for Norwich. They they don't want to be drawn in 
to teams that like Leeds did 20 years ago and other teams yeah. who have struggled since and end up in League One. I get it. I really do. And for a sustainable sense, they are doing the right thing. But yeah. there comes a point where you've got to be competitive. And at the moment, they're not competitive. You know, the season before they were in the Premier League, they played some good stuff and they were known for playing some good stuff and they could score goals and they had a decent start, but eventually they went down. Fair enough. Like, yeah. they had the balls to go and do it. They obviously rip up the championship, no problem, because they're way better than the championship. But the Premier League, they just can't yeah. do that. So whether they change the manager, I don't know. I don't think they want to because I think they think Farker's the right man overall. It's one of those tough ones, I guess. Yeah. Any, any Norwich fans, if you're listening, just put what you think in the comments because this it's a tough one. I mean, for you know, fans in the championship, we don't want Norwich coming down again because it's boring because we know they're going to get promoted again because they've got <laughs> such a good squad. It is boring. Like when you see Fulham come down here, and you're like, "Great, we played Fulham the other week, and although we lost four nil, it wasn't a four nil game. I mean, we did quite well." Yeah. But you look at their side, and they've got Jean-Michel Serry in the middle of the pitch, who is just an absolute unit. And I'm not being funny, but he ran the entire game, literally ran, 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 and he just bossed it. He he was in control. You got Mitrovic up front, who actually didn't do a great deal, but he's just a nuisance. You've got Harry yeah. Wilson. You've got Anthony Robinson. It's just ridiculous. Like some of the sides you've got in the championship, four nil was very yeah. flattering on the day. We were quite good. It's just we didn't get the rub of the green and we conceded two shitty goals, and the ref was a twat. But <laughs> you know, we could accept that Fulham were a, a level above. Yeah, we knew that. We knew that before the game started. When they started digging it around, you're like, okay, like this this team are a level. And it's the same with Norwich. Like. Come on, we don't want the same teams coming down. But yeah, can you blame them? Not really, because no. the amount of money they get. I mean, Norwich are sort of banking the money up and going, okay, well, we're going to spend some money here. And like the season when they went up the first time, they spent twenty million. Fair enough. Yeah. Everyone was like, oh, we need to spend more. They didn't go down. They went relegated shamefully. They got you know played some good stuff, got some wins, but it wasn't enough. This season they seem to have spent more, but got worse. So I don't... yeah. Well, it's a classic thing, and we see it time and time again, um, is you watch a team come up, they spend a ridiculous amount of money, um, and like pretty much rebuild their entire squad and go down. Um, yeah. What teams need to start doing is, the only team that have done that, and it worked, was Villa. Were the only team that managed to do it, and it worked. Yeah. Um, I think that's helped but, by their reputation as well. Yeah. But then you've got, for me, like, if you've spent 50 million this season, why didn't you just buy two really good players? Why didn't you buy a really good replacement for Buendia? You know, they're, they're, why... I think the Buendia transfers probably killed them off. Because that's the thing, is, for me, if you have 50 million to spend, I mean, don't get me wrong, you got 33 for Buendia, but... Spend it. Spend it on the replacement. Mm. You know, look out there because there is going to be Or two someone... replacements at like 17 yeah. million each, 15 million each. At least you go, okay, well, we've spent a bit of money here and on some quality. You know, if you spend Rather 15 than... million, you're getting 15 million pounds of quality. You're not getting 50 million, you're getting 15. Yeah. But, you know, they need, yeah, they're looking long term and I understand why they wouldn't yeah. spend 30 pounds, 30, 30 pounds, 30 million pounds on a player because that's yeah. not sustainable for them and i no. get and i get that they've sold they 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 happily sell a player for 30 million of course they would yeah 
but they're never going to buy a player for 30 million because that's not what they do. They will go in and go, okay, well, we'll maybe we'll spend 10 million of that on a player from a different yeah. division who we think is, you know, like Rashika or Rashita or Rashita, yeah. as the commentator kept calling him. Uh, <laughs> you know, players like that and Josh uh, Sargent, you know, from, was it Blue? Yeah. You know, they, they, they are looking outside the box and trying to bring those players in and set, but that's their model. They've not yeah. got the most well. They haven't got the wealthiest owners in the world. You know no. so what they're doing is is good for the club and the community, but like you say, there's got to be a line, hasn't there? You, Norwich fans surely want your team to. Although they'll have a club in a hundred years, some clubs may not be around in a hundred years. But yeah, do they want them to be successful in that hundred year period, or do they want them to be? extinct yeah it's a it's a really tough one and i yeah i sympathize it's the same with burnley a bit like they don't yeah. spend lots of money but the but difference they're... is with burnley is that they're, they're a classic they're a classic one of the system that i say you know spend money on a small amount of players you mm-hmm. know spend it on two or three players you know get that 20 million spend it on two players that really improve your team yeah and then get a bunch of free transfers elsewhere and that's exactly I, what they've done this have season. been it's impressed exactly what they've done with corne he looks the, the the signing of corne from uh leon for burnley yeah um 15 million quid i mean he scored what five or six goals already he looks like a, a not a typical burnley signing either which is good exciting for yeah. the fans because you know what sort of players you're going to get with Sean Dyche. And yeah. I love Sean Dyche. I have to say, I love Sean Dyche. I love what he's done. Yeah, I think he's great. He's got a certain way, but he's built that club up from, you know, an average championship side, not yeah. having a lot financially, to now. They do invest a lot of their money. They've invested in training facilities, youth facilities, because they'd never had it. Yeah. And he's built them more of an empire, which, fair play to the guy. Um yeah, little tangent there. Um, basically, <laughs> rest in peace, Norwich, as they get relegated. <laughs> and congratulations on them for winning the championship in 2022-23 season. Um, yep. Right, the last feature of the pod. Um, well, he's not here, but we're going to do it anyway. And I've changed the name for the week. One week only. It's Morris's match day. Hey, hey, hey Mulch is out. <laughs> it was all Bragster's football scores which doesn't have the same ring no it doesn't it doesn't at all it has absolutely no ring when it's big big time bragster has got the fixtures for the weekend i do in order as well because in order that's not putting it well that's how we do it we do them in order oh okay that's all right then we we, Um, that's the only thing that's organized about this podcast is mulch reads the fixture list out in date order which is (laughs) which is pretty good so um yeah, we'll just we'll just have a bit of a laugh and predict the scores. And if you do well, so just going back to Mulch's match day, obviously you did achieve twelve points in your attempt, um, which I believe puts you third. However, I was yeah, alert, I was coming. alerted to the fact that there was some dodgy goings on in a draft competition. I um, have no idea so what you this mean. This was the first ever unbelievable streams cup, right? So our name has been tarnished with match fixing and i thought i'd never say that but it came to my attention i was unaware of this for about three weeks bear in mind because nobody tells me anything i'm 50 percent owner and director of this podcast company and no bugger tells me anything right so you put ngolo kante in goal i did 
so mulch so what so he you proved lost... himself in training i don't know no. how to explain this. now i'm not here to tell you who you should put in goal or who you shouldn't put in goal however it did seem a bit dodgy that when mulch needed to um get a goal swing on you or something right you, you put right. N'Golo Kante I... in goal and lost 13-0. Is that correct? Can I come completely clean here, right? Yes, you can. Because I want to put this on the record that my match-fixing didn't actually matter, right? Well, it's, because yeah, but it's not the point. It is the point. You tarnished, the, you point. tarnished the unbelievable stream's name. No, it is the point because <laughs> he had two matches left. He needed one point from either. Right, yeah. and he got none. Okay, no I, points. I see. He only needed one. I see right? your point. I do see from your the point. last two matches, right? And then, um, <laughs> then Crazy Boom needed two wins. He needed two wins, yeah, to stand a chance, right? Yeah, uh, of uh, it's to stand a chance of getting it. No, the goal difference actually didn't matter because they were on equal goal difference. You were just, going you were into just the final handing game. him a slight advantage, is what you're saying. So yeah, so basically, I my the goals scored the thirteen nil or whatever it ended up being didn't actually matter. Okay. What mattered was the actual loss because okay. if it, because the goal difference was the same, so the thirteen nil right didn't matter. Whatsoever. <laughs> that was just for comedy, and it was beautiful. Oh, do you know what? Um, Mulch isn't here, so I'll reinstate you twelve points. However, if you. you get more than twelve points, right? So whenever we look at you know Mulch's match day again, when we return in season four, yep. um, return, return. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you get more than twelve, I'll we'll count that as your score. Okay. But as it stands, um, Pumpster is winning on 17 points. Jesus Christ, that's a lot of points. I mean, you got 12 the first time. It's not too far. I mean, that's a one correct result away, really. Well, I'm one pretty or two. sure I predicted 6-0 Liverpool or something like that at one yeah. point during that week as I well. I mean, I don't think I don't know what the scores were from last week, but Mulch normally keeps track of it. But I don't think many of us would have predicted 2-2 with Brighton and Liverpool and Palace beating Man City. So I bet none of us got any points, but there was no guests, yeah. so... Um, okay, what are the res- uh, what are the what are the results? What are the the uh, fixtures? And then we'll 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 try and predict. So first up is Southampton versus Aston Villa. Oh, yeah, interesting. Some some sides you're going to be managing and have managed before. Oh, you've done Southampton. Yes. So Southampton was my give and take team. Yeah. Aston so. Villa will be my outscored team. Okay, it's a sign. So, it is a sign. Yeah, um, it's a sign. What are you going for then? I'm going to go for two-one Aston Villa. Really, they're struggling a yeah. bit, aren't they? I'm going to yeah. go. I'm going to go two-one Southampton. Ooh. Just uh, because, although Southampton aren't great either, I think Villa are on a bit of a wobble. It might take them a bit of time to uh, to get out of the wobble. Yeah. Um, I've just left the football manager screen on Tottenham. I mean, <laughs> I really know what's put it on. There we go. Um, next, the biggie: Man United versus Manchester City. Oh God, of course. Yeah. This is the this is the lunchtime Saturday game. Yeah. Is that Man United as well? I right, I'm going to put yeah. my neck out here. I think Ollie is at the wheel. 
And I think they had a win at the weekend. Fairly convincing. I know Spurs were crap, but they still did the job. Oli changed it and they got it right. 2-0 Man United. I've said it. I've said it. See, weirdly enough, <laughs> that was mine. Really? You can have the same. You'll have the same. That's fine. The, the the problem is is that City lost last week, and yeah, they City might be very do this angry. thing. Yeah, they get very angry when they lose. Yeah, they got no so Laporte. No Laporte though. He'll be suspended. It could end up like six nil City oh, God, because again. because City get very angry when they lose. So yeah, yeah, okay. I'm gonna go two nil United. I can't believe. Oh I'm doing that. God! There we go. <laughs> Oh dear. What's next? Brentford versus Norwich City. What a game. Right. I've I've backed Norwich the last few weeks. I've said, right, they've got to do something at some point. <laughs> like, but Brentford had a bit of a shocker away at Burnley. Um mm-hmm. and Brentford are known for a slump under Thomas Frank. They do have slumps where they should they the games they should easily win, they don't tend to win so a lot of the time. Yeah. And the games where they think they're going to get battered, they normally end up doing quite well. 1-1. One, one. Ooh. Yeah. I'm going to go for 3-0 Brentford. Oh, no. Bye, Norwich. <laughs> <laughs> That's Cheer- my thinking. Cheerio, Norwich. All the best. Yeah. Speaking of cheerio, Chelsea versus Burnley. <laughs> oh, God. Um... Bye bye, Burnley. <laughs> Is it at Stamford Bridge? Yeah. <laughs> I think Burnley have got their win, which they needed yeah. desperately. But I think yeah. this could. Chelsea are on one. Yeah. They were a bit like Liverpool. Liverpool looked like they were on one, and then they obviously got. But then again, Brighton are no mugs either. So yeah. I think Chelsea 3 0. That was mine. Chelsea three 0 for me as well. <laughs> Sound like I'm copying you at this point. <laughs> Rigged. Well, you're used to match fixing, aren't you? So, uh... oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Thing is, next competition, I will just kick his ass, and then he'll, he'll have nothing to complain yeah. about. He is about. Well, to, he's about to take to the stage. By the way, he's uh, doing the draft in the Super League. Um, so, if I see any updates about his squad, I'll before we finish, I'll let you know. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Live up. Um, yeah. Next one is Crystal Palace versus Wolverhampton Wanderers. Yeah, that's another good chance for Palace, you know. Mm. But then Wolves, are, uh, that could be a tight one. Uh, yeah. 2-2. Two, two. I don't even know what. 2-2 two, two from me. I think that's game. that game's got goals in it. What, what was Wolves' last match? I don't even know. They're playing now. <laughs> oh, they're playing now. So we have no, so technically, Mulcher's match day from last week on. is void because we don't know what all the results were. They are playing Everton, I believe. I'm gonna go two 0 Palace again. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd love to see Palace do well this season, just for the clever signings they've done. Yeah, so would I. I I, I really like Palace. Ooh. Brighton and Hove Albion versus Newcastle. Interesting. Will Newcastle have a manager by then? Probably not. I don't know. No. no, no. It's weird they've not appointed anyone. They're obviously waiting for someone. 
but um, yeah, but who? I'm gonna go Luke with. Yeah, can you imagine? Like, imagine the payoffs of those two <laughs> jobs. Jesus. Um, I'm gonna go two 0 Brighton. I think they'll be too strong for them. Yeah. And Brighton are up. The, Brighton are up there legitimately as well. Like they are no mugs this season. Yeah. Want to be different. Two one Brighton. Don't, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Sorry. I was going to go 2 0 and I wanted sorry, to be Newcastle different. fans. Yeah, sorry, Newcastle. Uh, next up is Arsenal versus Watford. Oof. You don't know with Watford these days, do you? They're very obviously under Ranieri, no. he's not been there that long, but they got a weird 5 2 win away at Everton, lost at home to Southampton, obviously got completely battered by um, Liverpool. Battered Everton. I think that's a weird one. I think, like, I'm going to go 1 1 because mm. at Watford are a bit erratic. Did you see? Um, oh, oh I t- tell you score first, then I'll say what I was going to say. Sorry. 2 0 Arsenal. A lot okay. of 2 0s. Fair. Did you see? I was watching a. You know, obviously, Ben Foster's been getting a lot of shit for doing his videos, and I love his videos. I think they're great. Yeah, uh, there's, great. A, there's a picture. He he proper hyped it up about like people giving him shit as well. Like fair play to him. Um, yeah. Do you see what Salah said to him at the end of the game? Did you see what he said to yes. He asked him he which went, way if... he would go. It's a penalty. That's yeah. class. I love that from Salah. He's like Ben Foster's like he's he's just scored an absolute world. He's he's had one of the best games he's seen. Like they've won five nil, and all he's bothered yeah. about is wondering which way Ben Foster would have dived if he got a penalty. So he knows. For future reference, yeah, and I think that's just class. I love that. Like, like you would not, oh, you wouldn't it. have said that. That's what he was asking him, like. But no. that's a true like professional that wants to do better. Yeah, like, that's, and, he, and he can't get much better. Mentality. Can he? Yeah, he and he can't get much better either, can he? No, so, he's, he's, he's just unreal. He's just on one at the moment. I, Liverpool, just please give him all the money he wants to yeah. just stay for life, please. Like, <laughs> it's, it's just. It's just unreal. Oh my god, this is just going to be a boring game. Everton versus Tottenham. Oh god, is that Sunday or Saturday? That's Sunday. What? Is that Super Sunday? Yeah. Are you having a laugh? Well, there's three games on at two o'clock. So oh, I don't, it's, I don't know it's which Euro. One it's Euro. Be. Oh no, is it Euro week or it's EFL Cup week as well, isn't it? Uh, I haven't got a clue. Yeah, it's EFL Cup this week. Uh, lastly, we've, oh. done our, we've done our research as usual. Um, oh yeah, of course. Oh, Everton. Who are they playing? <laughs> Forgot. Tottenham. Oh, Tottenham. Okay, you you go for yours then. I have a think. One one. One one. I think it's going to be a boring draw. Do you know what? Everton are weird, aren't they? Because it's like Everton fans. I don't know. I don't think they want their teams to be badly, but I think. They're gonna get on Benitez's back really easily if they have a bad game. Like the Watford game, they were like, "Oh well, he's shit." But then before that, they were like the top four for a while. So, yeah. Um, do, do you want to know something really funny? What? Oh, not again! <laughs> is it actually? You, but I thought... Is it actually dead, or are you just taking the piss? <laughs> oh no! I'm just, well, it died automatically. What I did was I just let the battery die, and then it just it, oh, it stayed on no. I can't it believe it stayed on no. 
It stayed again. on no charge for ages and was like, it's fine, I'm on no charge, it'll be fine. It's and happened then again. Left it. Ladies and gentlemen. No, it's fine, it's fine. Oh, back. he's back. Bragster is officially oh. maybe banned. You're banned for the rest of season three, which is over no. Well, oh, yeah. this is the end of season three, so you're oh, welcome yeah, back good. already. Thanks for coming back, Bragster. <laughs> um, I'm going to say nil-nil to that game. I think that's going to be a drab. Ooh. I think Super Sunday is going to be a load of shite. That's what it's going to be. I mean, Arsenal Watford will be interested, and then this game will be interesting. Leeds versus Leicester City. Oh, see, I, I like to banter Mulch about Leeds, but I really have a bit of a dislike to Leicester. Not not for the club. Mm. I admire the way their club is run. But I live, I live near <laughs> Leicester, and their fans are intolerable. So <laughs> I hope Leeds win 7-0. Is that but, your prediction? No, but <laughs> I, I think I think Leeds will win two 0 Have that one, Mulch. See, Mulch will be expecting us to slag him off, which we did for the majority of the podcast. But I've said that Leeds will win. And continuing on the, uh, on the train of slagging him off, three uh, 0 Leicester City. Oh no! <laughs> well. <laughs> I woke up and chose violence. Is that, is, is that a is that a Sunday two o'clock game? That's another Sunday two o'clock. Oh, yeah. What's the four four thirty game then? The four thirty game is. This is going to be I'm bad. So isn't it? nervous. West Ham versus Liverpool. Oh, nice! Finally, a good game. I'm so nervous about this game. This this could be monumental for West Ham as well. Because mm-hmm. they are like literally they ripped Villa apart yesterday, like. Yeah, they were unreal. I don't get Villa at the moment. No, I, mean, I, I, I know, know they had a player a tangent, but they had a player sent off, and um, I don't think it was a red card. I think if he if he gave the red card for last man, I think he's entirely wrong. If he gave it for the alleged violent conduct with his elbow, I think that's more understandable. Yeah, but either way, West Ham are on it this season, and David Moyes has has possibly made them better than last season. Which we thought, ah, yeah. oh, West Ham will finish probably. I think we said we'd they'd finish mid table, didn't we, in the stream we did at the start of the season? Yeah, I said that um, they'd finish just outside the European spots because of because of Europe. Yeah. So uh, just an update on the Super League. Um, Mulch has been drawn in Group A with Pumpster. Um, it's just it's just they're just doing the draw now. So who's he going to get? Mulch is the first ball out. Limo, he's got it. It's a tough group of players anyway, but Mulch has got Pumpster. He knows Pumpster, you know. Yeah. But Pumpster's good with FM. He's very analytical. And I'm, get, I'm getting it up now. There we go. I've got it up now. Oh, and Jade. Oh, no, hang on. Yeah, Omega Luke finishes Group A. So Mulch, Pumpster, Ouch. Limo, and Omega Luke. Ouch. So you've got Goofy, RDF. Maggio, Asai, uh, sorry, and uh, JDFM in Group B. Oh, Mulch has got to um, Mulch has got to get some results there. Mulch, <laughs> you, you, I'm so glad, right, that you tried your best but didn't make it to Sunday. Um, yeah, I mean, seeing that group, he ain't making it to Sunday. If he makes it to Sunday, it's a miracle. It is. Um, That's be- so tough. Best of luck, Mulch. Um, you're gonna need it. Um, I think we might do some um, 
depending on how he gets on, I think we might do some Super League review possibly in the weeks where we're off. Yeah. Maybe just a highlights package or something. I haven't spoke to him about it yet, but um, if he's going to stream it, I want to see it. I want to. I want to yeah. save save that vod, which I'm sure he will. Um, with permission from the Football Manager Super League, um, who are our official partners of the podcast. We like to mention that is on the bottom of the screen. So I do forget to say things, so I'm very sorry, Danny. <laughs> um, as we're a partner of them, of course, we're partners. That's how it works. What <laughs> um, so? Oh yeah, West Ham Villa. Yeah, that the handshake. Oh, West West like Ham that. Villa. <laughs> like the handshake. Uh, sorry, West Ham Villa. Uh, what West Ham Liverpool? That's what we were talking about. Before I saw the the groups were being drawn. Um, uh, what did you go for again? Did I didn't. I that? didn't. We didn't get to that part. Oh god, the podcast ruined once again because cam the Brexit's cameras died. There we go. It's, it's not. Died. It's back. <laughs> It wouldn't be a podcast with you on if something didn't really go. I mean, we had the audio no. difficulty right at the start, didn't we? So, um... yeah, before we actually started. Oh, Mulch's first pick, clever, clever. I it's see a we... genius pick, Virgil Van Dyke for context. Virgil Van Dyke. Wow. Oh, Pumps has gone back. We could be here all night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you... what's the score going to be between West Ham and Liverpool? Yeah. Oh, right. Let's go back. Sorry, sorry. Um... <laughs> Um, I'm going to go. I think it's going to be a really good game. And I'm going to put my neck out. So much. West Ham 3. Liverpool 3. Oh, wow. And I think it's gonna. you'll be going to rip in your hair out. I, I'm going down a similar road. I think it'll be 2-2. Two, two. Okay. I, I think I, it's I... definitely got goals in it. I think it's going to be quite end-to-end. Yeah. Um, it's either going to be like nil nil or yeah, like there's going to be loads of goals. Uh, speaking of goals, what minute is the first goal going to be scored? It's a good job you're here because I forgot about that part. Um, it's why you put me on. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, the quickest goal. Hmm. Well, there's only two of us this time, so it's a bit easier. I'm going to go minute five. You. Is that what you're gonna do? I'm so sorry. Yeah, that was precisely <laughs> what I was gonna do. To be, to be fair, you should have probably picked first. I can change mine no, if you want. Fine. We can no, both we can both go minute five. It just means we've got to both be bang on for the points. Uh, no, it, remember your you your points are at stake here. If you so if you tactically pick minute six, you've got I am eighty four minutes. Um, you're going to that's fine. You can pick minute six. I, I'm not eligible I'm, for the prize. I don't care. It's much a stupid game anyway. I don't get any prizes. <laughs> I, I got I got twenty nine. Fully gone off the rails. Then <laughs> I got twenty nine points right in the first week, and I get bugger all for it. it don't even get it. Doesn't even send me a t shirt. Something that we co own. It's a load of bollocks. Anyway, sorry about that. Um, Firstly, just went off the rails. It's this stupid game. (laughs) Throwing your toys out the pram as you walk out the door. Is that the last game? Is there a game on the Monday? Yeah, that's the last one. Oh, we've got... It's international break. That's why the week after. No, it's a good job we're not here. 1-0! Wolverhampton Wanderers. Hey, hang on. Oh, yeah, playing Everton. Is it at home for Wolves? Uh, Yes. We've properly gone off on one here. Who scored? Uh, Is it Huang? Yeah, he won John. Nice. He's, he, he likes a goal. We've reviewed the team. Uh, <laughs> this podcast was going to end after Mulch's match day, but we literally finished his Mulch's match day, 
and the draft started. So we just were like, oh. <laughs> oh. So this podcast is two and a half hours long. I'm very sorry. Um, you know, I don't oh, know. I'm much I, kind of thing. Um, for the whole two and a half hours, if you are listening on audio, please go and watch this on YouTube if you want to see the whole two and a half hours. But on audio, you are listening to a cut version just to stimulate your brain a little bit less because, oh my God. you know, yeah, this is the longest podcast we've ever done by a mile. Uh, but thanks for coming on, mate. Uh, thank Never you for a dull moment me. with me, is it? I know. We've had technical <laughs> issues. We've had all sorts. And we've reviewed the FM Super League draft. Uh, like I said, best of luck to Mulch. That is the end of season three already. Um, like I said, we're going to do um, some graphical changes. We're going to look at the way we do things. So keep your eyes peeled for more content. We're going to keep having our guests. We're going to, Brax is going to make some more appearances, I'm sure. We just want to take it up a little notch. That's what we want to do, but within reason and within the capabilities of what we can do. Um, so thank you for all your support. Uh, for the last three seasons it's been a wonderful ride and we will see you in season four in a couple of weeks time or maybe a few weeks time well um it depends how heartbroken mulch is after his uh defeat very but um all your links bragster will be in the description if you're not seen bragster Thank stuff you. please go and check him out um he's a good guy uh, and he steps in when mulch buggers off at the last minute um so on that note we will see you all next time for season four Goodbye.